Hello and welcome to Mental Awakening, the podcast that explores all topics related to trauma recovery, mental health, chronic pain and healing. I'm your host, Sarah DeKeely, psychotherapist and mental health social worker. And in this episode, I will be speaking about the importance of following our heart and how it can impact our overall health and well-being. I'll be talking about some of the reasons to energy deficiency within the body and poor health and how it's all connected to not following our hearts and the guidance that comes from within. Hi everybody, welcome back. It's good to be here again with all of you recording another episode. I know it's been a while since I recorded an episode and the reason for that is because it's been quite a year. So there's been um, everything from lack of time uh, or let's just say uh, lack of chi, which is lack of energy. And I'm going to get into that further in this podcast. But before we get into all of it, I just want to encourage you to really take a moment to pause, become present, take a couple of deep breaths, just really inhaling. <sighs> And just letting go and allowing yourself, gifting yourself this time of being fully present with this podcast. So letting go of multitasking and this sense of urgency where things need to get done as fast as possible or as much as possible. And just be here for now. So today I want to talk about the importance of following our heart. And the reason I want to talk about that is because it's become such a big, you know, important factor even in my own life. It has been a huge factor in my own life. And what I've also noticed in my work with people with chronic, you know, problems, health issues, chronic pain, or mental health issues, relationship issues, you name it, doesn't matter what it is. When we don't follow our heart, we end up actually weakening the energy system in the body. So at the moment, we are, you know, currently in our world experiencing a suppression of the heart, you know, the heart energy. And from a Chinese medicine perspective, what we are experiencing is really the time of transformation because it's only by following your heart that you can truly transform. And sometimes it's not until, often actually, it's not until we develop health issues or challenges within this relationship we have with ourselves and in this world, with the world around us, that we become humble enough to open ourselves up for this transformation and a lot of people are lost you know a lot of people don't know who to follow what to follow what to believe especially as we live in an age of social media and you know overconsumption of information receiving a lot of contradictory information um, and it's not just from social media. There's also obviously the news, the government, there's all kinds of things that are, you know, 
coming at us and all you have to do is to just go on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and so on and then you get tons of people telling you what's good for you, what's not good for you, what's right to believe, what's not right to believe, what to eat, what to do, how to be and so on. And so this is why following the guidance within is so important and developing that relationship with self, which I've talked about numerous times throughout this podcast. And I always talk about it in my work with clients. Otherwise, what happens is that we become easily misled. We end up following people, other people's guidance. Um, and, and that includes following the news, for example, or what we're being fed externally, even what's being told by family members, for example, um, as to what life is about, what's right, what's wrong. And this in turn places all kinds of pressure on us, on our system, on our health. And we end up disconnecting from that trust, that trust that needs to develop from within and the trust with the universe, you know, the trust with life itself. So what I really want to do is to talk to you guys a little bit about the importance of this and how it leads to unleashing that power from within. So once we do this, once we unleash this power from within through heart connection and following the heart, we actually get healthier, we become happier, we start to notice that we discover something new about ourselves and life. And these are all parts of, you know, these are all part of the ancient teachings of Chinese medicine, Taoism, and, um, you know, uh, Tai Chi and Kung Fu practices, which I truly believe in. Um, but not to get too philosophical or dive too much into that. I just want to give you guys an overall um, awareness of the importance of following the heart because it leads to new ways of living, which in turn leads to new employment, new businesses, new ways of doing things, and in turn a new world. And we're already starting to see some of that happening in this world. More and more people are following their passions you know, they're the things that they really love to do as a hobby and turning that into something that um, becomes quite prosperous or something that they really have a lot of interest in. This is pretty much how I started this business. I mean, I was very interested in health, healing and personal growth in particular more than anything else. And I wanted to create a space where people could dive deeper within themselves and I could offer that space. And this is not my only passion. I have um, another passion that I'm currently working on, which is my you know, art career and uh, my career as an artist and just really loving you know, painting and creating art and so on. But the point is that when we follow the heart, we discover new things and we actually end up creating um, a new world, right? Our own world, the world outside, you know, it's all connected. So when you follow your heart, it will always lead to some kind of business or something that will turn uh, benefit and benefit the greater good as well. 
So in a nutshell, yeah, this is kind of why we were created to begin with, you know, to have unity with the information that comes from our heart and in turn, the rest of the organs in the body. And the reason I mentioned the organs in the body is because the body, the mind, the energy system are all connected. Please get this into your mind once and for all. <laughs> I don't mean to sound arrogant, but it's just really done such incredible things for me in my life. Understanding this concept or it's not even a concept, it's the truth, right? That the mind, the body and the system, energetic system in the body are connected, period. We're starting to see that more and more. But unfortunately, the medical model is not based on this foundation. So we still tend to doubt and tend to rush to the doctor as soon as something is not right in the body. But it's all connected. Yeah. We live in a multi-dimensional universe. And this is where you know you have the socially conditioned self and the true self. So the socially conditioned self follows common sense and reason, which is how you see most people live. Whereas the true self follows the body's messages and the organs and the heart, which is actually um, what energizes the organs. So what's the true self? According to Taoism, which is an ancient teaching, and you can look it up, because there's too much about that for me to actually go into um, in this podcast. But um, in, in the teachings of Taoism, the true self is about living a life in alignment with the truth. So the true self is a wholesome experience without thinking. That means that, you know, you are um, embracing the fact that you are uh, a superior design, part of the superior design, and you're not here to just follow your thoughts or become completely one with your mind. You have a body, you have an energetic system in the body. Um, and that's what the Tao actually is in a nutshell. It's the superior design and energy efficiency. So when you look at, for example, everything out in nature, like a shark or a bird or a tiger or an eagle, you see the superior design, right? You see that that particular animal is using its energy in the most efficient way. But because we are more developed as human beings, we don't necessarily do that. We have, um, well, developed as in we have a mind that's um, obviously a lot more developed, the thinking mind. And so we get conditioned, we get caught up in the thoughts, in, in the um, programming of, of culture and so on. And we also tend to remember negative experiences um, because it's part of the survival brain. So the Tao, it's spelled T-A-O, is the way, right? It's like um, what, what's been taught as um, the way of living this life. And our purpose is to align with that way. So it's really all about using our energy correctly. And this is also why 
it doesn't matter how advanced we are, you know, in um, technology or medicine, the number of chronic health issues and illnesses are continuing to increase in our world because we're not using our internal energy and power correctly. So when our energy is um, efficient, efficient, right? When we have a lot of energy, we don't overthink, we don't judge, we don't burn out. But when we are energy um, deficient, we tend to burn out, we tend to judge, we tend to overthink. So when our energy is efficient, we're aligned with our design, we're aligned with our body, which is also designed to have perfect energy, as you can see in the natural world, in the animal world. But when our energy is deficient, we don't make good choices. We lack boundaries. We are pleasers, you know, we overdo, we compare, we compete, we focus on others, we focus on the future too much or the past. We um, focus more on what we're giving and not getting, I guess, from the outside world. And this is where self-sabotage versus self-cultivation comes in. So unworthiness and lack of self-belief being too future and outcome orientated as opposed to um, being really self-cultivated and confident and facing those fears and just doing it. So it's basically the difference between feeling unworthy and limited to feeling confident, worthy and completely capable. And Unfortunately, because we over-identify with our thinking mind, we tend to get stuck in the past or in the future, which actually weakens our organs. So when you're really stuck, for example, or kind of future-orientated and too focused on the future, we tend to weaken the stomach and the spleen, which are essential for building this chi energy or making sure that the energy in the body and the blood work efficiently, right? Um, when we focus too much on the past, there's a lot of pressure on the lungs. And because there's more stress on these organs, as the body is in a constant state of fight and flight and lacks, you know, present moment living um, most of the time, it ends up impacting and weakening the organs and I see this all the time in clinic people who can't live from the heart can't live being present struggle with even allowing themselves to feel the heart and live from the heart so everything becomes about the chase for certainty the chase for safety both within relationships and in all areas of life financially living situation wise and we tend to, you know, we tend to also teach these things to our children because that's what was taught to us. So we continue feeding into this urgency culture of control and the need for certainty. This is why <laughs> now more than ever, following our heart is so crucial. The heart is the center, the ruler, the driver of all other organs in the body. And there's also scientific evidence now, thankfully, to prove that this is the case. So if you go to the HeartMath 
Heart Math, one word, Institute of Research in the US, you'll be able to actually find videos and scientific research on what I'm talking about. So following our heart is pretty much the same as trusting the universe. You trust that which is within you will guide you. You build a relationship with the universe and with life. You stop seeing yourself as small and alone and afraid. You, you know, you, if you take those initial steps, the invisible world will do its part. And this has literally been the story of my life. Everything I've done in my life has been through courage and trust from coming to this country completely on my own without, you know, any money, without any support, without any family, to um, building this business that I have built, to now pursuing another passion of mine that I feel so immensely pulled towards, to writing my book. All of this has been through trust in the universe. I take a step or a couple of steps and then the universe does its work, right? The trouble with this, or I guess not even the trouble, the, the challenge is that we are conditioned to believe otherwise. Historically, there was the religious you know, beliefs that we most people followed, which in turn um, became very oppressive and abusive um, often. And so we have this really negative um, association with the word God. And so, you know, it's kind of left people feeling like rebelling against um, the fact that there is something else out there, right? And, and look, each to their own, you can believe whatever you want, but this is not about um, believing in God by any means. The truth is that the universe is constantly expanding. So if you look at the Milky Way, they don't even know how big it is. And scientifically even, um, it's been proven that there are so many factors and so many things in this universe that we cannot yet explain, that we cannot yet understand. And even looking at my own life, all I have to do is create, create and trust. And then I notice that things actually fall into the place. You know, the right people come along, especially with the right mindset. Because if I have blockages and if I think negatively, if I have these belief systems around unworthiness, like I was talking about earlier, you know, that lack of self-belief, the procrastination versus just doing it, um, fear paralysis versus just facing the fears. Um, all of these things will obviously stop this process of following the heart and creating with life. And another thing that I've noticed through this process of creating what I create in my life is the importance of joy, the importance of fun, the importance of play. This year, I put a lot of my emphasis on work. And even though I tried to make time for fun and play, it simply wasn't enough because the truth is that this work that I do is incredibly giving. I give my whole self to the people that I work with, my energy, 
my knowledge, my wisdom, my whole presence, my time. So it's incredibly, um, you know, it's a very giving nature of well, giving type of work is what I'm trying to say. And so I need to fuel and recharge myself a lot more than if I was just, let's say, typing some numbers in a computer or if I was, you know, creating, working with flowers or plants or animals or um, clothes, right? So I didn't really give myself enough time this year to, to fuel up to do fun things, to enjoy life. And I started to notice that I was burning out. And I actually am still in that process of working on recovering from burnout because I noticed that my energy started to weaken, which in turn led to few other health-related issues that came up. And I thought, why is this happening? What's going on here? And it was through a lot of time spent in self-reflection and even in real discomfort, you know, real, real discomfort on my own, that I realized um, I wasn't following my heart. I wasn't making time for things that bring me joy. I was focusing on what's next. I was focusing on what needed to happen. I was trying to control, I was trying to make things happen as opposed to just be present, set intentions, and find that balance, right, between doing and being. So we have to follow the heart to have a wholesome experience and a life that's lived with meaning. And even if I have no money to pay my bills, by continuing to create what I love, the money comes in. And this is exactly how I started Mental Awakening. You always have enough and this will in turn um, become more, right? It develops into more. Sometimes people say to me, well, I'm not like you. I can't do what you did. And I don't buy that because I know that I'm not like you is a deficiency in the liver yang energy which is the energy for action that's all it is all the internal organs in the body support the success of your mission here on earth right whatever you're meant to be doing here and all of it is on the guidance and instructions of the heart right it's all following the heart so nourishing the heart is really important. And there are so many ways that we can nourish the heart, especially through doing the things that bring us joy, that make us feel good. Yesterday, I was sitting by my window and it was a rainy day and there was this beautiful breeze that came through the window. I was drinking a cup of tea and I was reading a book. And all of a sudden, I started to just breathe and like breathe in the air. I just kind of went, oh, this just smells so good. This air just feels good, smells good. And I noticed in that moment that I was completely and utterly present. 
And these moments that I'm having throughout my days are actually increasing because my focus is now, since experiencing signs of burnout, has become a lot more on what is it that brings me joy? What is it that makes me feel present? Then how much money am I going to earn? How much work do I have to do? What do I have to do for other people? Where, where else can I go? Where, what else can I buy? What else does someone else need from me? And it's like I've stopped focusing on the relationship that I have with other people or the outside world and started to really tune back in to the relationship that I have with myself, which in turn is always a reflection of the relationship that you have with everything else outside of yourself anyway, right? So following our hearts is really important. I know for me now at this point in my life, I love to paint and this is a passion of mine. I'd like to sell my art. I'd like to expose my art to more people. I'd like to create more. I'd like to write another couple of books. These are all things that I love to do. And I can see now that this year, my focus has been so much on giving and, you know, living and surviving. And um, I guess that, that energy that kind of is a lot more focused on outcome as opposed to, and, and, and what, what I'm giving outside of myself as opposed to what's happening inside of myself and it, this isn't necessarily all year or all the time but I'm just saying that um, towards the second part of this year I've definitely noticed feeling depleted and so I've shift gears and I'm loving it and it feels so good and I really want to encourage everybody to do the same especially this time of the year you know we're we're ending this year and it's really important that we set an intention for this year that's starting to live a more wholesome life, to live more from our hearts, to live more from, you know, being or by being present, right? Because like I was saying before, there is a huge difference between this, you know, true self and this conditioned self that has been socially conformed to living life based on common and reason. And that doesn't actually empower the body. That doesn't fuel the body. Doesn't fuel the energetic system in the body. Um, and I cannot actually stress that enough because I see this so often so much you know people coming and telling me they've got different health conditions and you know and then they tell me about their life story and then they tell me about their belief systems and then they'll tell me about the choices they're making every day and how they're living their lives and I'm like well of course the body's going to struggle this is your body is literally mirroring exactly what's going on inside of yourself, inside of your psyche. That's why I believe that this relationship with self is so crucial and so important. This is why I always say the inner reflects the outer. So be nice to yourself. Do nice things for yourself. This relationship with you has to be priority. It has to be number one. It has to be before anything else in your life. So that means that Whenever you're going through a stressful time, 
Whenever you're experiencing challenges physically, mentally, emotionally, your focus has to come back to what's going on for you internally. What are you doing? What are you thinking? You know, our thoughts are so incredibly powerful. How are we thinking about ourselves? How are we thinking about the situation, the other person? Um, what's going on? Um, you know, it's, is it this fear-based mindset of needing to fix, control, manipulate, um, you know, get things to be a certain way so that we don't have to feel a sense of anxiety or a sense of, you know, a lack of power, so to speak. But power comes from within. That's why it's really important to work with a therapist to become aware of the subconscious belief systems, the limiting belief systems that have developed from a young age that you may not be aware of. Journaling is also a really good way to become more self-aware, um, asking or answering self-inquiry questions, and there's plenty that you can find online. These are all really good ways of um, understanding your mind, understanding yourself, the relationship that you have with yourself, and also this programming, right? This conditioned programming that I've been talking about. The conditioned self. So what can we do um, to follow our heart and why is heart chi so important? So chi um, is the energy that runs through all of us, right? Even when you sit completely still, there will be some movement happening inside of you. Your heart is beating, fluids are moving, every cell is constantly in motion. And all these different types of energy combined with your breath is what makes up your chi. So it's not circulation, but it's linked. And when you stimulate your blood flow or move your lymphath lymphatic um, fluid, your chi is also stimulated. Everything flows together. So um, the channels in which the chi flow are called meridians. And according to Chinese medicine, the quality and movement of chi through the body determines your health. So this is, you know, what we talk about the ideal state, which is one of smooth flow and no imbalances or blockages. So if you have stagnation, whether it's physical, emotional, or spiritual, this will eventually manifest as disease or health issues. So for example, this year I've really struggled with dizziness and vertigo. And a big reason for that is when your heart chi is weakened, what happens is you start to experience different symptoms such as um, dizziness, such as, you know, uh, insomnia, tiredness, um, burning urine could be another thing. Um, there's all kinds of stuff, palpitation, shortness of breath, um, just overall fatigue. And so um, when it comes to feeding the heart and feeding or strengthening heart chi, and this is a, obviously a practice and, and this, you know, these are teachings that have existed for thousands of years and it's, it's done incredible wonders when it comes to health and healing. It's just that we're not as accustomed to it in this culture. But we're starting to get there a bit more. Um, it's important to, you know, focus on doing things that relax us, that bring us joy. 
So avoiding stress, obviously, it's a given. Caffeine, um, I don't really drink caffeine. I, if I have a coffee, it's usually decaf, and it's usually just for the taste. Um, avoiding eating after 9 p.m. or doing anything that raises your blood pressure, um, you know, late from 7 o'clock onwards. Having said that, if you're going out and having a dance and you're experiencing lots of joy, that's okay too. <laughs> no worries at all. Um, so singing is really good for us, you know, um, eating bitter foods. Um, sometimes when I go to the markets, I buy bitter lemon, which is incredibly bitter, but it's, in, it's so good for the liver and it's really good to balance out the amount of sweet things that we have in our diet. Even things like kale or um, cauliflower or um, grapefruit, green tea, you know, turmeric and watercress. And um, there's a whole bunch of different types of greenery and vegetables and fruit, which of course are really important. So, you know, fruits and vegetables really nourish the heart. And then also taking up practices such as qigong and tai chi. I, I love doing that. I love practicing tai chi, slow movements. So even being in nature, um, spending time in nature, um, listening to music that is really gentle, like flute, Japanese flute music, or you know, relaxing piano, or relaxing guitar music, or relaxing cello. These are all different ways of just you know, bringing in some of that yin energy to restore and balance the chi in your, in your body. More than anything, it's about slowing down the mind and becoming more present. So I was saying before, there are many causes and factors um, that make our chi deficient. Um, well, even if you have um, a weak immune system, that means that your chi is quite deficient, you know, weak and um, deficient. So eating foods and drinks that enhance your health is important. Getting enough sleep, doing qigong and tai chi, herbal teas and relaxing music, meditation, spending time outside, acupuncture and acupressure is really good, um, including doing the things that you love. And more than anything, clearing negative thoughts to restore your chi you know negative thoughts will come this is what the mind does and that's fine because the mind is just a constant stream of thoughts and thinking right and it's okay that that happens but just knowing that when you feel those emotions you can breathe into them when you feel fear when you feel anger you can breathe into it and you can actually transform it now this is deeper kind of work which i think you need to do with a therapist because this is not stuff that you can just sometimes um, figure out on your own i know for me personally doing a lot of shadow work and a lot of work with getting comfortable with my anger to the point where um I'm very comfortable being assertive. I'm very comfortable implementing boundaries. And even I'm also very comfortable with somebody else getting angry. I don't take it personally. And I can be with that person even though they're really angry and pissed off. So um, 
yeah i think i'm gonna leave it there guys because i don't want to ramble on for too long um i do i just wanted to bring your awareness to some of you know something that i think is incredibly crucial for our health and, and well-being which is to follow our heart now to do the deeper work um around planning how to follow your heart or knowing how to follow your heart or how to process and deal with the things that block your heart then obviously you know working with a therapist um, is, is incredibly important for that and also making sure that you journal that you really process and explore um, your inner world but i'm going to leave it there and again um, i really hope that you have benefited from this podcast or this episode um, if you want to contact me or work with me please go to mentalawakening.com.au and if you like this podcast uh, please feel free to uh, leave me a review on apple podcast i know it's a bit of a tedious process to sometimes do that but it can really help others to access the information that's being shared here i wish you all a wonderful christmas and new year until 2023 Take care, everybody. Bye for now.